0: And uh, let's take a look here, uh, or shift our attention to something else for a couple of years now. Uh, South Africa has seen the boom of food delivery services, one of them being uh, Uber Eats, which has now been criticized for several issues, and also uh, now the drivers actually are unionizing uh, to hold the company accountable. So, to help me understand more on this, uh, Kimberly Mutandiro is a Labor Extech Reporting Fellow at Rest of World based in Johannesburg, South Africa. Kimberly, welcome to IFM on Draft Time. And, thank you very much for your time
1: hi Shafiq. thank you for having me
0: okay so why are uber drivers in South africa unionizing
1: well as you were mentioning uh, there have been a lot of grievances around uh, like the working conditions themselves the people are underpaid they the the they work under the most uh perilous, uh working conditions so it means that basically all of these things happen, but the company never does anything to help them. According to them, that is what they are saying. So they've tried for so many, for so many years to strike. Uh, they've striked. They have also had meetings with the companies, but apparently they are not reaching the agreements that they want to agree to the com- to, to reach the companies. So that's the reason why they are forming unions, because they feel that if they form unions, like what happened in other countries like the UK and Kenya, maybe it's going to actually help them, you know, to be able to take on Uber and get them to, you know, be accountable for some of the issues that they are facing in the industry.
0: Mm. So besides what you have just highlighted now, what are some other challenges that drivers are facing currently?
1: Well, currently what I know is that um, are, there's an issue about a high rate of accidents on the road. Uh, in particular, you've noticed there are a lot of Delivery drivers who are delivering food on motorbikes, so the issue is that within a short short space of time, they are expected to deliver food to the clients. so if they don't reach the client on time, it means that the clients get frustrated, they end up not paying for the orders, they end up doing um, all sorts of funny things, maybe like uh, uh, putting uh, poor ratings against the against the drivers like on the apps. So at the end of the day, like they suffer a lot of accidents on the roads while trying to deliver food on time. So when they uh, get into those accidents, apparently these companies, you know, they do not uh, compensate them for those accidents uh, suffered at work. And then at the end of the day, they actually have to contribute money amongst themselves to help each other. So that is the main issue that they do not have. Insurance that caters for the, for those particular accidents. Hmm. So when we spoke to the companies, uh, they claim that they do have insurance uh, that caters for the drivers, but the drivers say, like, uh, as much as they suffer accidents on the road, they've never been compensated. That's where the, the main issue is right now.
0: Mm. So now I'm trying to understand there why are are we getting these two-sided different kind of uh, uh, stories because you are saying that Uber says it has done its best to create flexible and rewarding work conditions for its drivers, uh, including providing insurance and all those kind of things, while the drivers themselves are saying no, uh, such kind of thing is not happening. So is there any middleman here who actually helps out in this regard?
1: Apparently, there's no middleman because one other issue is that Uber does not really have a presence in South Africa. Mm. That is one thing. So they do have maybe agents or something that when drivers go to these particular people, they are not exactly getting what they want. They are not meeting directly with Uber itself or its management or because they are basically based uh, overseas. So that is the reason why they are saying that, you know what, we have tried to engage to engage with this other middleman and nothing is, is coming of that. Mm. So this is the reason why maybe we have to take on Uber, maybe through uh, lawsuits or, or or the like, you know. And the only people who can be able to do that are the unions. So they have been engaging with Satsau, uh, which is also a labor union. They have also engaged with the International um, Transport Federation who are trying to conscientize them about their rights. So in this instance, those are the people who are going to actually help them to take on, uh, to, to take the matter forward in as far as, you know, facing overhead on on some of the issues that they, they need to be solved.
0: Mm. How does Uber Eats actually work in contrast to other Uber services like, um, I mean, those that uh, d- delivery, uh, not, not, like let's say parcel delivery or maybe transporting people or maybe boat as well. How does it work in contrast to those?
1: Well, it's basically the same company. It is the same company, but that is offering different services. So Mm. as far as Uber Eats guys are concerned, uh, they are basically dealing with food on online food deliveries. So they get they they receive their their uh, orders online, and then after receiving orders, then they go to deliver the orders to the clients. So basically, they are they are dealing with food mainly. But I know that uh, in some instances, some of them can actually just to make extra money. They can also actually take on the the, the parcel delivery uh, initiative whereby they actually, you know, do that as an extra gig. But mostly they are just uh, delivering food uh, for companies like KFC, like uh, your Debonnets, all food companies here in South Africa.
0: Mm. So, in, in, in this, in this uh, what you call it, um, context that, that you have given us right now, um, is it true that uh, many of the Uber East drivers are not South Africans and uh, some are not documented properly? That is the reason why there is so much exploitation.
1: Yes, it is quite a fact because I've been made to believe when I was speaking to some of the guys that, you know, in uh, as far as the food delivery industry is concerned about, maybe you can say almost eighty percent are actually foreign nationals who in, in some instances, yes, some of them are undocumented. So at the end of the day it's a matter of being exploited for you know for cheap labor. That is what what is going on here. Hmm. So no matter how much they may want to, to raise some of their issues, the documentation issue might actually come in the way and they end up maybe not reaching the goals that they want to they may want to to reach in as far as, you know, bringing these companies to be accountable. So at the end of the day, they end up actually enduring the circumstances because, well, the lack of documentation issue comes into play.
0: Mm. All right. So is there any say from uh, Department of Labor in uh, addressing this issue?
1: The Department of Labor in itself, when we spoke to them, they actually say that these, com- these uh, delivery drivers need to be... To be registered properly so that they can also access benefits, you know, the several benefits that, uh, the Department of Labor actually advocates for, like the the UIF, for instance, like because there are cases where some of them actually get blocked from the app, end up not working, and they're they, they are losing an income. In a case where, where, where they actually maybe registered for UIF, they would then just, you know, it would be easy for them to access UIF. But then, yeah, we spoke about the issue of undocumentation, yes. so some of them then do not do not get to access the u i f if they are not registered hmm. and then there's also the occupational injuries uh, occupational injuries disease Act, which means that they are meant to be compensated when they get injured at work or if they suffer from any accident, but all of these Things are not happening due to the documentation issue. But the employer himself is supposed to make sure that these people get the proper documentation in terms of permits and things like that so that they can be able to access these benefits. But then there comes the issue of the fact that Uber in itself is not, is not, it considers these people as sort of like independent contractors. So Mm. it's as if, um, uh, the, the, the guys are not are not um, full full time employers of Uber, so at the end of the day, they cannot be registered, whether they they are document they they, they have documentation or not, because of the fact that you know uh, they are considered to be indi- independent
0: contractors. Lovely stuff, Kimberly. Thank you very much for your time today. I do appreciate.
1: Thank
0: you so much for taking time to speak to me. Awesome stuff. And that was uh, Kimberly Mutandiro, who is a labor XTech uh, reporting fellow at the Rest of World, based in Johannesburg right now.